Okay, uh, let's shift gear. Let's go to what we were meant to be doing in this hour, albeit a little late, but better late than never. BRICS has emerged as a noteworthy block in global geopolitics. Uh, It's a group of countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, that have institutionalized some of its mechanisms and have attracted increased support from countries across the global south. Ahead of the BRICS Head of State Summit, which happens in our country this coming August, the focus of the BRICS academic forum is based on the five priority areas that underpin South Africa's presidency. It's one, developing equitable partnerships for just for the just transition. Two, uh, transforming education and skills development. Three, unlocking economic opportunities through the African Continental Free Trade Agreement. Four, the attainment of the 2030 agenda on uh, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And finally, the strengthening of multilateralism and reform of global governance institutions and it's currently underway it started yesterday and the theme for this edition of the forum is surrounding their ties with the African continent and uh, building mutually accelerated growth sustainable development and inclusive multilateralism and this session uh, is also going to address the issue of women and youth participation in peace negotiations in conflict zones so we got Professor Nimal Gopal who's professor in criminology at the University of KZN and also is a member of the South Africa BRICS think tank. What do you make of the theme for this year's academic forum that is underway in uh, Cape Town? Uh, Prof, thank you so much for agreeing to talk to us this morning. Uh, Good morning, KG. Thank you and thank you to your listeners for allowing me to participate in this very important conversation. Of course, in terms of the theme, I think it has been uh, a deliberately long thought through um, theme which captures exactly what BRICS wants to achieve, Um, not just in the near future, not just immediate, but in the near and far future as well. Yeah, and and I mean, uh, you know, the obviously the, the the it's underpinned by the you know the 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 focus of it this year is underpinned by the South African presidency and all of those many themes that I spoke about earlier. Uh, I want to single out the issue of uh, having a conversation in this particular forum, also around uh, allowing women and youth to participate in peace negotiations in conflict zones. Tell me why that was singled out and why that is seen as something that is important to include? So I think in terms of the sustainable development goals of 2030, we realize that an important goal is peace and security. And having recognized that we do have zones across the world, across the globe, where we still have some types of conflict, and sometimes the peace process negotiations or initiatives are not sustainable, BRICS has realized that there's an important voice that's missing, or voices. And those two important voices are that of women and children, or even youth. And I think BRICS then realized the importance of bringing those marginal voices or ancillary voices into the mainstream conversation of peace during conflict, uh, resolution initiatives. 
Yeah. And speaking of conflict resolution initiatives, obviously we you have this uh, forum hot on the heels of, uh, you know, a, a slight, uh, you know, and, and I say that, you know, trying to be cautious of my words, diplomatic spat between uh, the U.S. ambassador and uh, South Africa regarding uh, the issue of arms supply, uh, according, according, according to the U.S. ambassador, allegedly by South Africa, through to Russia. What kind of impact do those things have on the discussions that you have, um, you know, in the forum and on the work of BRICS on the ground? Uh, and I'm sure you can answer that as part of this SA BRICS think tank. Yes, I think um, what is really critical as part of BRICS is that the mandate for BRICS is to focus on building and not destroying. So the conversations are therefore quite influenced by how we build bridges, how we build with other countries, how we build within Africa. And um, also taking into consideration that each country is sovereign. Mm. So BRICS doesn't necessarily interfere with, um, with with the politics of individual countries. And I think that's a really important space and stance to have. Yeah. So there's research papers that uh, will also be presented at the event uh, because it's a conference, uh, ultimately, and it's made up of academics and, and, and researchers. I don't know if you're able to let us in on the kind of research that uh, is expected to be presented at the academic forum this these three days. Yes, of course, definitely. So perhaps just to speak a little bit about the format of um, sessions that we have. So we have three, we have four plenary sessions and each one of them has um, a specific focus. So we started off on last night with the Minister of uh, Higher Education, Dr. Bladen Zimande, blessing and opening the ceremony. And this morning we had the Deputy Minister of DECO as well as Ambassador uh, Anil Suklau. And all of them presented really good wishes and blessed the, the, the 15th Academic Forum. But in addition to that, if we zoom into the actual research and the, the conference presentations, as you've already mentioned, session one will be looking at developing a partnership towards an equitable, just transition. And this particular session will focus on a just transition in terms of climate change and moving into a green economy. But in addition to that, what are the kind of resources that BRICS should be generating to ensure that the transition is a just one and that no person is left behind? Yeah. Are we, uh, we seemingly, uh, as BRICS are emerging as a very noteworthy block, uh, you know, uh, uh, and uh, and have some institutionalized, uh, you know, mechanisms and, uh, and are attracting increased support from countries across the global south. What, according to you, is the reason why? Well, I think it's, first of all, BRICS has, quite a distinct history over the past 15 years. And countries within Africa, especially, I think, are wanting to be part of the BRICS uh, formation, primarily, I think, because they have seen 
the kind of work and influence that BRICS is having across the globe. And that is making it very uh, attractive for other countries to be part of BRICS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, at the end of this conference, uh, Prof. Gopal, uh, you know, uh, as part of the BRICS think tank, you will be pleased with the outcome if, uh, you know, particularly what happens? Well, we're always pleased with the outcomes because we have a set of recommendations. And those set of recommendations are based on very concrete research outputs. And what we do thereafter is that we have um, a plan which we then then take forward and ensure that we start to uh, implement and they materialize to have some impact back onto into the kind of uh, research problems that we have. So that would be that is usually the greatest impact mm. and outcome. Yeah, and this year, uh, what also stands out, and I know that I, I spoke about uh, the, you know, how uh, women and children are going to be included, uh, particularly in, uh, you know, resolving uh, conflict, in helping in negotiate uh, the resolutions of conflict in conflict-ridden zones. But it also is interesting to me uh, that you, you, you know, you, the discussions are also going to uh, be centered around the levels of women's participation uh, in, you know, uh, in peace processes, as I said, but also identifying options, right, for strengthening women's involvement at all levels and across all regions of BRICS. Yes, absolutely. And I think this morning we had um, we had Dr. Samir uh, Saran from India who spoke about the fact that uh, this huge percentage, this large cohort of women whom we have not necessarily uh, brought into the center stage in issues around peace and security. Um, it's important that we bring them into the center stage. And um, like, you, like you just mentioned, it's important to have them in all aspects of peace and security, peace building processes, conflict, how conflict arises, how women can play a critical role in perhaps even uh, mitigating against those conflicts in the first instance. So I think there are various domains that this particular session will actually unpack. We are looking forward to what the five countries are going to say but also the kind of interventions that the five countries will actually propose. Yeah. Lastly, Prof, uh, before I let you go, how can the public engage with this conference? I think there are various... Um, at the moment, we have quite a large... Uh, I mean, uh, institutions um, represented at the, at the conference, and I'm sure there will be a YouTube, Twitter, etc., and those are mechanisms through which the public can actually engage with the conference. Thank you uh, for allowing us your time, Prof. Uh, let me let you get back in there. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Professor Nimal Gopal, uh, Professor in Criminology at the University of Guazul Natal and member of the South African BRICS think, t- think Tank. We survived. <laughs> we made it. Thank you to Lebu Musu and Kanya Bonani, the producers of the show, and um, Paul was our technical producer today. Keep it as AFM. It's time for the book reading. It's uh, I Am a Man, written and narrated by Dr. Jerimufuking Wamacheta.